well, my name is Kenny. <laughs> my name is <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen, Kenny, I got a couple of questions for you just to start off the um, interview. All so right. I'll... Yourself. Um, you obviously know what the podcast is all about, right? Yeah, I'll, yeah. I listened to the little introduction you had on your thing. What did you pick up from that? Um, honestly, just pretty much whatever comes to mind and no judgment or anything like that. Like, just just straight from the mind, like, you know? Exactly. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that are pretty popular amongst people who smoke weed. All right, awesome. Uh, one of them being how uh, – I'm sure you're going to have a good detailed answer for this. If not, it's okay. But how is hemp different from cannabis? Well, hemp can be different in a lot of ways from cannabis because hemp is used more in an industrial kind of way instead of a medical way. So, good point. yeah, so what? how I look at the difference between hemp and cannabis is hemp is useful more of like a – you can do a lot of things with it. Like you can make paper. You can make cloths. Like you make – like t-shirts backpacks like anything you want out of it you can make paper like you know and a, and a lot of like logging companies hate the fact that that's a thing and that's what i think led to the whole you know making everything illegal about all of that yeah i don't think it had anything to do with people smoking it at all oh not at all i, I mean you do and like the whole cannabis part is you know for people that you know may not be you know in the like like completely mentally stable like a lot of people with like bipolar depression and anxiety and stuff that find you know a lot of relief especially people with like ptsd that come out from the military from you know being in active war and stuff like that it really helps them instead of all of these big company pharmaceuticals you know being like here let me give you a fucking norco or fucking antipsychotics and you know just shit like that like you know what i mean i i just yeah i do i never really understood where in like people's heads they decided that something they stuck in a fucking press was gonna be better for you than something that grew in the ground right that's literally like what they're basically telling me is that seroquel is more safe than a potato which yeah, I, don't believe. I, I don't believe that either i was personally on seroquel the same as i am currently yeah it's horrible I hate that shit <laughs> you literally need like freaking a triple kit and shit from the doctor because it's like it's like narcotics oh yeah no i have to show an id whenever i go in there but yeah i mean to be fair though i have to show an id when i go get weed too oh yeah i guess it's i don't know i think i think that they're scared it's gonna start taking over the industry to be honest yeah and i could totally see that happening in the next five years i hope so i want to see some changes yeah me too okay so i got uh next question is how is CBD different from THC? Okay, so CBD is a lot different from THC. Well, not a lot different. The only difference is there's no psychoactive effects in CBD, which doesn't mean like it makes you psycho or anything. It just means that it doesn't have the mind-altering effect that THC does, but it, CBD will also give you the feeling of your body relaxing and, and like low, like it'll bring down your stress and make you feel a lot better without having that head change. So for people that are a little bit more scared of the psychoactive, yeah, and in and a lot of people which get this like you know misconstrued and stuff like that when they they try you know we they have panic attacks and stuff like that and that has a lot to do with your you know your 
your chemical balance in your head, your head can't handle having a, like a chemical alteration in your head. So it causes some people to freak out and, you know, and they don't know about a lot of these things because they're not educated on it. And they don't know that CBD is a thing that you can take and feel all right and feel happy and not have any side effects at all. Side effects are definitely a big issue for me with when it comes to anything other than, well, sometimes if I, you know, if I smoke too much, I'll wake up groggy. Yeah, and that's 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 like kind of like having like your own little kind of like weed hangover, but it's definitely not comparable towards alcohol. No, um, we, I'm not taking a puff and killing my liver. Yeah, and then a lot of different things too. It also has to do with strains. A lot of strains are more potent than others, and then you also have hybrids and and sativa and indica, and those things can make your high a lot different than the other one. Mm, that's a good point uh, for me i don't know like i never really got the energizing effects from the sativa it just was less of a high to me for me what sativa did for me would make my mind run a lot more which is not good because my mind already kind of does that so it kind of gives me an anxiety but what i found with indica it gives me a lot of relief and my anxiety and it brings me down real level to be like normal just chills you out yeah um perfect okay so what's uh Hold on a minute. How does um how do you how do you think an athlete should use CBD and and what do you think you could learn from using it medically? Um. Well, with athletes and stuff like that, I think that using CBD would be a very good thing rather than using you know THC, like because like um you know they like say football players they they go through basically like 20 car crashes throughout a game because of all the impact that they're having on their bodies. And, you know, after that game, when your adrenaline comes down and, you know, your body, you know, can start feeling everything that happened throughout that game, you're going to be really sore and it's going to be really hard to, you know, you know, keep yourself fit and physically happily and mentally happily. And I feel like after that or like workouts or anything like that to like, you know, calm down, like, you know how they take ice baths and stuff like that. Like I feel like, CBD would be a great way to decompress their muscles and make them feel better. Okay, well, so as far so we've covered like CBD and THC being medically like um, enhancing to your body. So right. what you know, with that in mind, um, I want to know if you feel like there's any room for um, any other. Well, now that cannabis isn't illegal, but any illegal substances to be beneficial for your body. Um, well, I feel like there's, there's definitely prescriptions out there that help people towards certain things, but I feel it's, it has to do with a lot of doctors misprescribing things to people. Mm, Yeah. I mean, there's probably a lot of that that goes on, but I don't think a lot of legal, like things like alcohol and like all these other things that are good for you, that they're pushing on, you know, the people and they will be so against somebody, you know, smoking a joint that has no, like, really, like, not, does nothing bad for anybody. That's true. Um, I would agree that the weed smoking is not a problem. I mean, for some people it might be, but for pretty much generally everybody, I don't think that it's an issue. Yeah, and I, and I feel like that has to go with more of knowing who you are as a person and feeling comfortable yeah. with what you're doing. Yeah, it comes with preference, I feel like. Right. So, you know, if you don't like to do something, you don't like to do it. It's not, I don't really know, you know, if I, I don't like country music. I'm not going to go and force myself to listen to country music. Exactly. But, um, so, you know, 
I uh, I do also myself believe that there are other things out there. Like right now, they're looking into um, legalizing microdosing microdosing with mushrooms. Right, and then there's also microdosing with tabs of acid. Yeah, I mean, actually, so they used to keep they used to keep LSD in a, in a big jar. They keep it um, when it, when they first accidentally because the substance was created on accident. Yeah. So like when they first did that, they would actually keep it in in hospitals, like pharmacy rooms or whatever. They'd keep right. A big jar of it, and they'd use it for the the same way that they use ketamine. You know, they microdose with ketamine and fentanyl in hospitals. Yeah. So it's just like that. You know, you don't want to go out and eat a whole fucking thing of fentanyl oh, and die. Yeah, that's that's how a lot of people have been dying with you know a lot of the drugs nowadays because they're being laced with fentanyl. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't go out and drink a whole fucking thing of acid, would you? Fuck. <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't even dip my finger in that shit. Well, now that you bring that up, that up, I wasn't really thinking about that, but that I also can see that helping for a lot of people because you know, there's a lot of people that don't microdose all the time, and you know, it's not enough to make you full trip balls, but it's enough to change your perspective on life. Like, you know what I mean? That's how I feel about it too. I, I, I you know, obviously. Anybody who knows me knows that I have done a ton of psychedelics. And right. I do have to say that it was the only thing that I did not like about the psychedelics was the fact that I overdid it. Yeah, and that can be a really big problem. That was the only thing I didn't like was the fact that I felt like it was too much. So in smaller doses, I could totally see how that would help with depression and anxiety. Right. And personally, I've done acid like twice. Actually, no, three times now. Um. Yeah, I've done it... I've taken LSD probably over 20 times at least. I'm definitely legally insane. But <laughs> <laughs> like so, um, yeah. So I, you know, I'm glad we got to touch bases on the mushrooms and the acid and stuff. I, right. as far as, as far as the, I don't know. Do you believe in in uh, trips where? feel like you, you believe in eating apes and going into a forest and finding yes i do believe that because like like when i did acid there you know there's a thing called like a ego killer ego killer huh ego killing like you it just brings yourself to self like realization about yourself that you oh yeah okay yeah it literally kills your ego <laughs> exactly like you takes yourself out of your body and makes you look at yourself as a person and some people can handle that and i understand that but some you know like for me like it was it was life changing to like understand how i was as a person it's it's really hard to explain those kind of things when you're you know not under the influence or have never been under the influence of those things but I feel like it really opened my eyes, like, on life. I actually agree with that. I feel like every time I did a psychedelic, I feel like there was a brief moment where I wasn't sober, you know, but it was right as I was sobering up. Because I used to trip at night. I was only a nighttime tripper. Like, I didn't do that shit during the day. I felt like there was too much going on. Everybody's awake. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I only tripped at night. And um, any time I would do that, it would obviously last about eight hours or so. And right. then the sun would start coming up. And that's how I kind of knew that my trip was coming to an end. Right. And uh, I always had this feeling of like cleansing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like mentally flossing. Basically. Yeah. Like, I, you know, once once the trip was done and everything was out of my system, I totally felt almost like a brand new person. And it's right. crazy to say that. But yeah, no, I mean, definitely. I mean, it. it opens your eyes towards a lot of things that you never knew before 
Yeah, and like I said earlier, you really like it. it the stuff we're talking about, it is beneficial for your body in small doses and taken appropriately. Right. However, I have seen a giant snake because I ate too many miles. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, for me, like two times when I did acid, I only did one tab. And then there was one time where I did two and a half. And that's the only time I got hallucinations. Oh, at the same time you did all of it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of LSD, especially like since it's at the discretion of the of the seller, you know, right. you don't know how many times he dripped on that tub. Exactly. So you could have taken four. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I think they were double dosed. Oh, I mean, usually they'll do that to make it seem like their product is more potent. Right. So, oh dude, I had one tab from him. I was tripping. Yeah, cuz it wasn't one tab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I and it's also got to be a thing where you if you want to do something like that, I I feel like everybody that feels like they can do something like that should at least do it once in their life when they're in the right state of mind. You don't want to be like really sad or really angry when you do it. You want to feel like you're in a good place when you're doing it. Good place, like, what do you mean good place? Like, good like place mentally? Or yeah, like place? mentally. Well, and okay. it also has to do with environment, too. If you're somewhere where you're not comfortable, you're not going to feel comfortable throughout your trip. I mean, that's, yeah, that's probably just as it would be if you were not tripping. Right. It's uncomfortable. It just amplifies that feeling. Yeah. And also, sense. on that topic, too, you always got to make sure what you're taking is actually what you're taking. There are different versions of everything out there. Yes, there is. And there's there's also like there's um, a form of uh, LSD. I don't remember the name of it, but I was watching. Yeah, and it, it's it's exactly identical, but you can actually get it off the Internet. Yep. 25i is actually really fucking bad for your brain. Right. And um, when people say, like, I was frying, it's literally because because of 25i. You don't feel that way on um on regular LSD from my experience, like the, the 25i that I did, um, first of all, the first sign that it's not acid was the fact that it had a flavor. Right. Right, because LSD doesn't have any... It shouldn't taste all. bitter or anything. All you should no. be able to tasting is the cardboard on the tab or the gel tab. Yep, and so like that, I tasted the bitterness and I did it anyway, swallowed the whole tab, right? And I'm like, I'm going to go take a shower, I'm going to chill out and, and maybe everything will be cool, you know? Um, Knowing damn well that I just took something that wasn't LSD. Right. Right. So the only thing I remember from that whole trip was I had this painting in my living room. Mm-hmm. And it was a black and white painting. But the only thing that was in color was the red umbrella that the girl was holding. Wow. And literally, I was watching this girl. Like, it was a painting in my living room. And I was watching her twirl the umbrella back and forth for like wow. three hours. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, and then I went on a walk and ended up laying on a bridge in public and staring at the sky till three in the morning. It was fucked up. Yeah. <sighs> Excuse me. The only time I had hallucinations was when I found myself like in the dark, dark with no lights around or anything like that. I was, uh, I was laying in my bed. I was getting, you know, I was, I was peeking, but everybody else was elsewhere. And so I was in my bedroom and I wanted to lay down and like the moonlight kind of came through a little bit. And I looked at my laundry basket and in between the little holes, of the laundry basket, I saw like, just like, like cartoon, like slime come out the holes. And I was like, Whoa. And then like, I see this little, like literally another, like little cartoon, little slice of pizza with little angel wings just fly by. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. 
and then like yeah. at that point i just closed my eyes and then it's just geometrical shapes from there like like looking through a like what's it called not a periscope but a is it a periscope or uh kaleidoscope kaleidoscope yeah kaleidoscope that's that's basically what it's like when you like close your eyes that's actually that's not it's kind of like acid's version of the spins right like when you right. like when you got the alcohol and you, you know you spin around real real hard yeah i feel that i actually um i don't really bring up super crazy personal stuff on the podcast however uh Back in the 90s, there was 25i, and then there was another false version of, uh, of LSD going around. Right. And my, my dad ended up getting his hands on, on a, a sheet of them. Mm-hmm. And he told me he ate two or something like that. He ate two, and uh, he, he said he was laying in bed. And, and the way our, uh, our house was set up at the time, um, my, my parents' bedroom was staring straight down the hallway. So you could stare straight down the hallway, kind of like at your house. Right. Or where you can see all of the bedrooms, like your room's on the right, living room straight ahead, kitchen's on the right. That, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's where their room was positioned, and, and uh, basically mine was on the opposite wall of where your bathroom's at. Right. So he said he saw something come out of my room and uh, walk into the kitchen, and he said it was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he said he picked up his 9 millimeter and cocked it back. And was gonna go and kill whatever it was, and it was me. Oh wow! Yeah, he said he, he went in and he's like, I saw a leprechaun. I swear to God, and and, <laughs> and I ended up it was me getting a snack. And he's like, I almost killed you. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Just turning around with a PB and J in your mouth, and you just see your dad with a nine pointed at you. Yeah, well, that. I don't remember. I was like, oh, yeah. three or four, but. You know, like the 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 point of of that whole thing is like you really gotta watch what you're buying. Exactly. There's, there's shit that will fuck you up. But I don't know. Did you know? Okay, so like with all the tripping and stuff, like set aside. Did you actually know that mushrooms have hella vitamins? <laughs> I did not know that. B vitamins and niacin, and it says um, the combination helps protect heart health. So that's actually pretty interesting. It's good for nice. your red blood cells and and <laughs> and it's good for your digestive system. Right. <laughs> oh shit! Well, my digestive system isn't uh, functioning. So. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay. So in your personal, I know it's not your preference, but if if you were talking to somebody whose preference it was, um, do you think it's okay to eat mushrooms every day? I feel anything's okay as long as you, um, what's it called? Uh, moderate what you're doing. Moderation is key. So as long as you're not eating an, an eighth a day. Two right. A day. If you eat like a half gram to a gram a day, like just, you know, like you said, microdosing, like even like that would be great. Well, there's actually people that smoke it. Did you know that? I did not know that. So they'll dry it out and cure it the way that they do with mushrooms. And they put it in a, in an herb grinder, and they grind it up to a to a a fine you know, um, a fine little, not powder, but a little bit thicker than a powder. Or like kind of like a shake kind of consistency. Yeah, 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 just like that. And they um literally will top their weed bowls with it. I did not know that. And I'm like, that's pretty interesting, actually. 
I don't know. Well, I'm glad that I had you on the show, and I'm going to go ahead and shut everything down. We're going to be done for tonight with this episode. This is Curb Talk, and I'm Travis, and this is This is Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we'll catch you guys next time on Curb Talk. Well, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show. No problem, man. All right. right. You have yourself a good night. Bye. You too.